everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Business Growth Show, where we talk about all components of business and how to utilize them for exponential growth. My name is Nathan Cassiotis. I'm a business growth expert where I help business owners grow and scale to create wealth and freedom. And today, I have an awesome guest. He's a speaker, award-winning entrepreneur, and the creator of the Rebel Selling System. He transforms underdog salespeople into ass-kicking sales rebels. And his career of professional persuasion started when he was 16, selling door-to-door and over the phone from retail stores to people's lounge rooms. And during COVID, he built a six-figure sales business from his bedroom, which he then doubled in revenue in size within two years by using the Rebel System. And after that success, he started to share his secrets with his own team and other salespeople to help them achieve their income goals. Welcome, Theo Law, and thank you for being on my show. Thank you for having me, Ethan. Yeah, awesome, mate. I'm sure it's going to be awesome for everyone uh, yeah, watching and listening today. So, firstly, you're a very successful entrepreneur. So, for those people who don't know who you are, please introduce yourself by telling us about you and your journey. Sure. So, my name is Theo Law. And I'm the sales director of McClaw's property and the creator of Rebel Selling System. As you said, I started selling when I was 16, from door to door, over the phone, selling products and services that people want and those that people need. And since then, during COVID, I built the uh, company, McClaw's property. And then first year, we did um, close to 380000 in sales and then after that we then doubled it in the second year um and with the uh, system that we used we call that rebel because is well 20 in 2023 this year and all those old school selling system and techniques are very much outdated when i found when i started and I was, uh, I was struggling a lot when I started and until I stumbled upon, um, a book called goal givers and is not about sales, but it's about how to create value in people's life. And I took the concept from that book and created an internal sales menu for myself and later on for my team. By using that system and that internal sales method and processes, we have achieved the success that um, we did. And since then, I start sharing the system with my team and other salespeople so that they can achieve their goals. Yeah. Awesome, mate. Sounds amazing. I love it. Uh, love great stories and how you've been able to yeah create your own concepts and, and help yourself and your team um, as well. So. Firstly, let's go a little bit deeper into your career starting, right? Professional persuasion at 16, selling door-to-door and over the phone, right? Which which is awesome, I think. Um, but so from your side, what skills did you learn there and how has that shaped you into who you are today? Okay. Like I said, when I just started, I struggled a lot. And because I don't know what value is and I don't know the concept of adding value to people's life in my mind and I believe and in the system that we teach value is the number one element and in selling anything and also any any selling method or anywhere from door to door and at the retail stores 
the number one thing you should keep in mind is how do you add value to your customer's life? That's number one. Number two is how you can build an influence based on your knowledge, based on your incredible skills and skill sets. And also nowadays, you basically have a free uh, broadcasting channel uh, on your, in your hands, which is your cell phone. Everyone has a free 24-7 broadcasting channel in their hands. So number two is built in inference. Number three, and number three, which is how you can touch as many people's life as possible. That's number three. And number four is basically uh, be open to or give yourself permission to succeed. So I, break, I basically break it down into four steps. Number one, create value in what you're offering, products or services. Number two, build your influence based on your offer or based on your knowledge. Number four, um, number four is create a network and touch as many people's life as possible. Finally, number four is allow yourself, give yourself permission to succeed. Yeah, nice. I love it. I can, see, I can see the mindset stuff in there as well as the actual skills and, and the value that you're offering. And um, yeah, I know with me, I didn't do it at 16, but I, I had to do door-to-door -door sales um, a bit later in my mid-20s. And, um, you know, dealing with uh, the rejection, which was interesting and actually built a bit of a thick skin and resilience, I found, um, for me as well, um, because we're not going to get yeses off every sales, you know, situation, right? So it's understanding that that's going to happen, but, um, you know, still adding the value to to help people, you know, where we can as well. So, um, yeah. Um, and add to that, Ethan, like I said, when I started, I struggled a lot because the traditional sales method is you you generate leads and then you put that lead into a funnel and overcome the rejections. And then, um, you know, you have some closing skills technique, different closers. That's the traditional funnel. And I struggled a lot with that system because like you said, um, rejections, fear of rejections. I think that's the... By far the number one fear in any salespeople, and to me as well, and when I started, I really don't know how to handle rejections. I took it personally, and later on, I found that the modern days selling system is completely different, and objections or rejection became irrelevant. And I'll explain why. Um, Objection, right? So we were taught overcoming people's objection and then you close, right? But in the modern days selling system, objections are irrelevant because, like I said, number one, create value, add value to people's life uh, with the product or service that you offer. So if your offer, your product or services has immense amounts of value which exceeded the price tag when you successfully articulate that to your customer it is a no-brainer for the customer to buy so that's why the objection is irrelevant because yeah you won't 
be able to close 100% of your customer. Let's face it, because some of them are not ready. Some of them may not have the finances or it's not the right timing for them. No matter what you do, you will never close a certain percentage of the customer. So no matter how hard you learn about the, the closes, objection handling, doesn't matter. You would never close a certain percentage of the clients. And what you would have is the frustrations because or you learn, you, you read a number of books about all these techniques and skills. And in the reality, if you don't, if you can't articulate your, your value and build an inference, those skills are rubbish. Unfortunately, the skills that we were taught at the beginning of my career, unfortunately are not relevant anymore in the modern day selling method. Um, so that basically changed my mind, that book called Go Giver. And um, that's why, yeah, so at the beginning, I really struggled, uh, like you said, from door to door and even over the phone. Um, and that's why we, I, I, I am committed to, um, you know, sharing my knowledge and sharing my finding to other salespeople because I know salespeople, right? I'm one of them. Um, salespeople, they are very goal driven and also they are generally very hungry. They know what they want. And they, sometimes they know what they want, but they lack the pathway, how to get to their destination. So I'm committed to helping other salespeople to achieve their income goals. And with the income that they received by learning the system and applying the system, I believe that's how we can have the flow on effects in people's life, if you have a high income, imagine what you can do. You can, if you like, you can give it away. If you like, you can improve your family's life and improve even other people's life as well. So that's really, um, I w that's always in my head when I'm uh, sharing. That's why I'm really um, open and to the idea that so, uh, once I found something that is working, I really want to share to other people because I think that's the way how we can, um, change the world. Yeah, definitely mate. I love that. Um, so true. Completely agree with all that. And I can, I can feel that and passing it on and helping others to grow is, um, everybody growing at the same time. Um, and I love the value side of things, especially because, you know, I think everyone can agree we're going to be adding value in some way, right. Um, to somebody that they can see it. So, Let's do a little, maybe a little bit deeper into value because that's it's a big term. And, and how do we sort of do that value? And you mentioned before about making it more, you know, what you're offering, like the value a lot more. So it's a, it's a bit of a no-brainer. But what are some things that we should be thinking about on how we're creating the value and, and articulating or whatever it is around the value side? Yes, yes. So that's very important. And I believe um, everyone has um, their they unique um, selling proposition, if you like to call it USP. Everyone has something that is 
really unique and which is really deserved to be heard. And so let's say, for example, um, I have a friend, she's a single mom and, you know, um, she, she was in sales previously and because, you know, with kids and being a single parent, um, she doesn't have a lot of time to, um, to do, do all the activities, to all the sales activities. And therefore I just basically tell her, you need to find a way to maximize the hours that you, you input into your, your sales activities. You need to maximize the hours, uh, not by adding more hours to it, but by doing more in those hours. And like you said, how to add more value to people. So like, let's use a single mom. And then I'm, I believe she would be like, um, very good at how to, um, um, multitask and how to be, um, a different, how to be different roles in her kid with her kids. And she has to be both, uh, you know, the mother and the father role. She, uh, I, I believe she will be uh, more compassionate because, uh, you know, it's really hard for, for a woman to, you know, um, survive and also uh, in, in the sales world, it, where it's more male dominant. So she definitely has a, a strong um, and powerful message to share. And, and that's why, so everyone has a unique message. She need, she need to find, so I tell her, you need to find your unique message that you can share with your customer. And I think with her, for example, being a single parent and what you can, what she can also connect with her clients is through vulnerability. Because people sometimes actually um, more often connect with other people through vulnerability. And it itself, it sounds like, um, it, it doesn't sound like uh, 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 any value to, uh, to, to anyone, right? But if you can find the right audience and you can connect with that audience, and because value doesn't mean, doesn't always mean a tangible value. Sometimes value is also could be intangible, could be just um, a, a care or love that you show to other people. So basically, because uh, like, for example, that um, my friend, so she doesn't have a lot of time in her um, work life. So I just basically tell her, you need to um, focus on going deeper with her clients. So I just ask her, work out a list of 50 people um, in her life, in her circle, who owns real estate who, who, or who's looking to um, buy or sell in the real estate market. So 50 of them. And I want her to work on all 50 of them. Uh, I ask her, you need to find out um, um, everything about those people, their birthdays, what color do they like, their kid's name, their pet's name, what's their favorite food, what their favorite um, movie, favorite music. I want her to find out every single um, interest and um, every, everything about those people and then build better connections with, uh, you know, follow-ups. And also, also I ask her to practice her questioning skills 
So once you know more and know deeper with uh, your clients and you ask the right questions, um, not by telling, right, by asking the right question and also listen to the, um, the changes in, uh, in their answers. For example, if you hear that, oh, Mary actually just got promoted and Mary needs to move interstate to Melbourne, for example, and then straight away you picked up, there's a change in your client's life and there could be um, a need for a real estate agent or whatever service that you are trying to sell or product that you're trying to sell. So get very um, good at asking the right questions and also listen to the changes in their answers. Yeah, I love it, mate. Really, really powerful. And, um, you know, it basically what you're doing as well in that process is creating rapport and trust a lot, right? Because you've got this really trusted relationship because you know a lot about them. Um, and then, yeah, when you're, you've got your eyes, uh, you know, open, and your ears open to, to hearing things and asking the right questions and very, very powerful to be that, that, that conduit. So I love um, that element there. And I love the fourth one um, a lot as well about, giving yourself permission, you know, which is sort of a mindset thing element there. So tell us why that's, you know, really important for us as well. Yeah, that's a really good question. Nathan. And in my mind, that's actually number one, <laughs> but I don't want to be, uh, you know, too woo woo or, you know, scare people away. So uh, giving yourself permission um, to succeed, especially in sales or in any, any career that um, you need to, make things happen through your own hands. You need to give yourself permission and say to the world that you have something you need to offer. And that's a mindset shift in within you because you have to believe in you before you can convince other people because like any sales activities, you're basically convincing someone that your product or your service is the best. So if you don't believe in yourself, so giving yourself permission and how you can do that is through, for me, is through reading and learning and be surrounded by like-minded people because you need to be inspired to inspire first you need to be inspired and then to inspire so surround surround yourself with like-minded people and also learning and absorbing the knowledge and also through you know sharing as well just like what we're doing and nathan what you're doing through sharing on your knowledge in 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 itself is actually a reinforcement in your own head um, and also why I said you need to be inspired to inspire and also be surrounded with like-minded people is uh, I'm sure you all heard the saying that you are the average of the five people you hang out with which is so true um, so therefore giving yourself permission and also knowing how to, when you are down or a bit depressed or you got, you know, um, a lot of rejections 
in a row, then how you can pick yourself up. That's also another very important skill, especially in sales. Um, but like I said, if you can fix your front end, any objections or rejections are really, really irrelevant because um, you won't be able to close 100% of your clients. But if you are so convict and also you are so um, convinced that um, you have the best service and product in the world and also you you are um, you you having you adding more value than the money that you ask then the rest is really you leave it to your customer when it's the right timing for them they will make the right decision so you also need to have that mindset in your head that um you need to have that conviction yeah awesome mate i love it there and um yeah it, it's really really powerful about that and, and it comes down to that preparation right as well because you may get a, a, a no right in something or for whatever reason especially at the start of the day and you've got to be able to change your you know mindset your physiology so you can um change that right to be like okay well that's that might not have got them, but, you know, let me move forward and let me add value and, and do what I need to do for the next person that I'm speaking to. And that sounds conversation or whatever it is from there. Um, yeah. Awesome. Um, and so let, let's talk about, um, you know, I think it'll always, people always hear the good things or how things work, but it's challenging, right. In business doing sales and stuff like that. Do you want to maybe share a bit of a challenging situation that you've had to go through in a sales and, and sort of what came up? I know that, your system, it's not necessarily about the objections, but um, to know that, well, you have to pivot sometimes, right? Like, you know, your approach to things, because maybe you had, you had, you had thought maybe this is what they wanted or this, but then you have to change, you know, um, depending on what happened sometimes or something came up, right? In the discussion uh, and sort of, yeah, adjusted or, or maybe you didn't do the pitch at that time. So do you want to maybe just talk about, you know, a certain situation, challenging situation that you had to change a little bit? Uh, it was a bit challenging. Yeah. Okay. Um, so in, um, any service industry, first you have to, like I said, convince your clients you the best so that they can make the right decision and engage your service. And I have a situation recently, um, a potential customer, potential client rang me up and, uh, inquire about my service and, um, he was interested in knowing the results that I've got for another property, right? And um, at that time, I could not, I cannot disclose. It's not because the results is not great, but because of privacy issue. During that period, I could not disclose the, um, the results that I have for the other sale. And then he, he keeps, um, he kept press, pressing and just keep chasing and then, we were going around and around in a circle, but because of privacy and other legal issues, I couldn't disclose. So at the end, um, I feel like I really have to break the rapport, right? Because normally rapport is number one thing when you're doing any, any um, business or any sales. But at the end, I really have to break the rapport. And I basically said to him, look, I hope you can appreciate that um, I cannot disclose because I'm 
I'm working in my client's best interest. I'm representing that clients in that cell. I know that you have potential clients that you would like to consider my service, but that doesn't mean that I, I can then offer everything and then just drop everything and then to, to, um, to fulfill your, your inquiry. So I was just being authentic and I have to break the rapport, but I was just being authentic. And at the end, he appreciates. Well, he said to me after, before I explained the situation, he said to me, oh, you guys just, um, uh, don't, don't say you're working in your client's interest. I know how you real estate agent. I, I know how you, how you are. You're just working at your own interest. And I also really don't want to argue with him, but I have to say to him, look, um, Colin, his name is look, Colin, I don't agree what you just said. I'm not that kind of a, an agent. I, I, I'm sorry you have that feeling. Maybe you had a bad experience before. Um, but I really couldn't agree with that statement. But at the end of the conversation, he appreciate uh, I was being I, I was being authentic and um, upfront with him. And also, I've been able to um, uphold my own integrity. So it talked, that phone call went on for nearly 45 minutes. I was sitting in the car, I was about to park, but I was just, you know, sitting in the car, um, finishing the conversation it was quite frustrated uh, at that time. But at the end, um, he realized, okay, I'm a little bit different than the, the agents that he encountered before. So at the end, the conversation went, okay i would say then uh that would that was the time that i had to pivot because and at the beginning i was trying to go uh a bit nicer and trying to uh go, go um like uh, switch the topic to something else but then finally i just have no choice i have to uh confront him and also break the uh rapport there but it was uh okay at the end yeah I love that story. Um, so powerful where there's a couple of things in there, right? Where the, the mindset of the person coming in, especially if they've had bad experiences from the past and they have these assumptions that everybody is like that, which is bad to have those. So um, that was powerful. So people to realize that, but it was also um, not just that, but the, you know, not every client is going to be your client and that authenticity and telling them how it is like being what they need to hear, not necessarily what they want to hear. Right. Um, and they were like, okay, wow, yeah, this is actually, you know, putting them in their place a little bit, but they, they you know, you do it in the right way um, can be really powerful. So um, I think you've, you've changed his life and his mindset to an extent. And um, whether he's ready, you know, he'll probably come back to you or he would be in a better place. You put him in a better place um, to be able to do that. So I, I love that those elements and it shows anything can happen and that we have to adjust, um, you know, in there. So I love that. Theo, thank you. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. one thing to add to that is um, you cannot control the timing because everyone has different timing. All you can do is, well, for me, I would like to uphold my values and also, um, you know, my integrity and then do your best. But the timing is not really up to you. It's a bit like farming or looking after a garden or looking after 
um, like um, a fruit a apple tree, right? That it all has its own timing. Um, that why that's why it it resonates back to uh, the system that we we share that we teach is focus on the value, not the closing, and also the relationship, and also how to connect and how to build relationship, how to build meaningful relationship it's really through authenticity be the truth self and be real and connect with other people other human beings through vulnerability and through ambitions as well and through your authenticity and the rest is you just leave it to its own timing yeah <clears throat> awesome mate love that it's extra additions as well and um, you sort of mentioned a little bit before, but I want to touch on coaching and mentoring now because I think um, it's really powerful. Like you're passing it on, but obviously you've learned a lot of things, whether it's just from books, but actually coaches and mentors that help you. So how important has coaching mentoring been you know, in your business and what it's helped you to achieve? It's life-changing, basically. Yeah, changed my mind. Um, I, like I said, was struggling a lot in sales and until I really learned how to invest in myself which is also in my you know mentoring and coaching by other people by my mentors so um um i heard a saying the other day that if you don't learn how to invest in yourself how can you expect other people to invest in your service or your product if you have a product to offer which is let's say if it's a high ticket offer uh, a program let's say it's 10 20 000, and you're trying to sell that product or service if you invest in yourself for that amount or for that caliber how do you expect other people because if you don't have that in your mind it will never become the reality because Deep in your subconscious, you are you are a non-believer. It's like faith, right? Faith. If you haven't done it, then how do you expect other people to do it? So that's what what really what I learned through mentoring by other people and coaching by other people. Also, another thing is, um, yeah, you might think you know a lot or you know enough. Um, but let me ask you: Do does uh, Michael Jordan have uh, have a have a coach? Does um, um, you know uh, Michael Phelps ha ha has a coach, or any other any other um, athlete, or any other top performance uh, top performers in any industry? They all have a coach because it's like a mirror. Your coach is like a mirror that. Yeah, you might be the best in your field, in your industry, but you would never be able to see your blind spot without a coach, without a third-party perspective. Yeah, awesome. Mm. Mate, I love it. Um, so, so powerful. And um, yeah, I completely agree um, around that, where it's definitely helped me to what I've achieved. And um, like the blind spots, upgrading the mindset, upgrading the skills, and even just getting us there closer, right? It's like a shortcut. It's like, why take 10 years, a lot of pain and time when you can get there quicker um, to live our, you know, our dream life and enjoying ourselves in our businesses and 
whatever else we're doing. So it's um, yeah, it's been a very very value jam packed um, yeah, episode here today. Um, Theo, thank you for sharing um, all this stuff and and changing the way that we think about sales and this rebel selling system. Uh, you know, which is really powerful and and I think there's, there's a lot of takeaways here, right? If you unpack this, everyone that's been listening to this today and you change your approach, which may be a bit challenging initially if you've been doing something a lot all the time, but you know, it's always how we change, you know, and grow is, is how we succeed. So, um, you know, I, I implore you to, to look at what, you know, and listen and, and action, take action on what Theo has told us today and, and approach it differently and see what different results that you get at the same time. Yeah, really, really powerful. Love it, Theo. And, you know, we, we connected, uh, yeah, through our network. So I learned about your awesome journey from, yeah, starting sales at 16 to now creating the Rebel Sales System. Um, Awesome guy, very knowledgeable, very authentic, and, and really want to be sharing this and helping a lot of others, um, you know, do the same. And I'm sure you continue to, yeah, transform underdog salespeople into ass-kicking sales rebels, as you say, and, and very grateful that we connected and uh, look forward to working with you. So, Theo, how can people find you and get in contact with you? Yeah, Ethan. So I'm available for speaking and corporate sales training. You can find me on www.theo.law and other major social platforms awesome all right well uh yeah you can see theo you know this stuff change differently with your team or whatever it is there yourself um with the sales so check him out on his website and on the socials we'll have that down below as well and um you reach out because um yeah sales is a different game it's changed and theo's uh cracked the code there on, on doing things differently so love that and uh yeah thank you to everyone for watching and listening to this show where we talk about everything on business growth and please like subscribe and leave us a five-star review you can find me on linkedin facebook instagram and youtube as Ethan cassiotis so or visit my website Ethan cassiotis Com. If you want to grow and scale your business, you can reach out to me in any platform to see if we're a good fit. And I completely agree with you, or do I? The only way we know is if you tune in next time. So until next time, remember that our business grows when we learn skills and take action using them in spite of fear. So remember to design your growth and results.